0: no pain. Two three four I can all miracles oh, miracles. A million little miracles Howdy folks, I want to welcome you to another episode of Life Around the Fire. My name is David Hutari and I'll be your host today. We are a podcast that is devoted to spiritual growth. And when I'm talking about spiritual growth, I'm referring to growth in our relationships with God and in our relationship to one another. The Gideon study that we've been looking at and the correlation between the world that we live in and the world that Gideon lived in and how they relate is an interesting study, but I need to clarify some things before we go further. This particular podcast we're going to be taking and clarifying a couple points and allowing me to express a couple things before we cap off this particular look at the life of Gideon and its correlation to the world that we live in and how it impacts us. The clarification is this. When I say the world that we live in. I'm talking about, and I'm specifically referring to, the Body of Christ that I have fellowship with, which is primarily in the Western Hemisphere of the world. My exposure to the Body of Christ has been limited primarily to those who live in the West, and. As I've looked at things for the past 50 years pertaining to the body of Christ in the West, specifically in America, I have realized that we are in some pretty serious trouble. Now, I would love to be the guy who brings to you good news all the time. I would love to be the guy who brings to you a meal that you just love with music, that you just love all the time. But sometimes there are things that we need that are difficult to chew on and to digest, but they're important because they help us grow. The Apostle Paul said, to a group of people, he said, you know, you're drinking milk. And he was referring to the way that they were living their life and how they were applying things from the Bible, from the scriptures, from their relationship to God, how they were applying that to their life. It like a person only drinking milk, like a baby only drinking milk. You'd love it. It's good. It's necessary. But there's a whole lot more. And the Apostle Paul was talking to a group, like I said, this group of people, and he was saying, hey, you should be eating meat, meaning you should be teachers by now, instead of always needing someone to teach you. Pertaining to the body of Christ in the West, I am saying, wake up, man. I, along with a group of other people, am saying, wake up. The judgment of God first begins in the house of the Lord. He is cleaning house. God is taking his people, people that claim to be called by his name, and he is saying, enough. Enough. Enough of this nonsense. Enough of this looking to other cultures, looking to other gods, looking to other ways of life and saying you want those instead of the life that you've been given. The life that we have been given in the body of Christ is so abundant that it's ridiculous to make comparison to the life that's being offered outside of the body of Christ. Outside of life and relationship with Jesus. It is absurd. It's like dropping a steak to go have dirt. Just mud. Eating mud versus having a good steak. However. Because we see other people eating mud and saying how great it is and how they smear mud all over the place, we want mud. It's like Israel saying, we see other cultures having kings, even though those other cultures were in shambles. They said we want to be like them. What is it about us that we want to be broken, dirty, empty, dead, versus alive, living, full of hope, faith, love, righteousness, joy, peace, instead of strife, envy, murder, bitterness, anger, The correlation that I'm making isn't between Israel and America. America is not the new Israel. America never was, isn't, and never will be a Christian nation. America is like any other nation. It is a nation. It makes up the world. There happen to be Christians who live in America, but it's not a Christian nation. If it were a Christian nation, it would be a theocracy, not a democracy. America has a democratic government. The body of Christ is under the theocracy of God, the rulership of God and God alone. It just so happens that the kingdom of God and the American culture at this point in time still have things in common but those things are becoming less and less clear and they become more and more gray or, should I say, things have become more and more clear. Dark is dark, light is light. You can't call dark, light, light, dark. The gray ain't cutting it. This podcast is addressing The issue of the body of Christ is one of the things that we're doing. We are, in order to go forward, we have to take care of things that are difficult. And one of the difficult things is we are being permeated by a culture that is literally going down the tubes and wants to take us with it. Well, I, for one, am not going to be part of that. I'm not going to be part of that. I'm just not going to be part of that. Does that make me militant? (laughs) It makes me clear I follow the leading of Jesus Christ. He is my king. He is my Lord. He is my ruler. He is my boss. He is God Almighty in the flesh. I can't and I won't be quiet. When it comes to calling for individuals who, like myself, are being woken up to be alive, to sound a trumpet, to make a call, to say, worship the Lord and him only. Find out what the depth of that means how much that entails for God to be central in our life and not on the fringe versus things that should be way out on the fringe become central. A cat who has kittens in an oven just because the kittens were born in an oven doesn't make them biscuits. You have to be born again in order to be a member of the body of Christ. It's not just by going into a building. And when we're born again, we are born again in the spirit of God. We are not just given a self-help program that we can pick and choose, some sort of cafeteria plan. We're talking about God, God, not the good guy next door, Not the smart teacher. Not the lady who's been nice to us. God. God Almighty. God. Not the angry being in the sky that wants to just fry us. Not some distant orb that just collects energy. Not some impish fairy that dances around in the woods. God. God. He is central, and when God becomes central to worship him, because that's where everything, everything stems from, who we worship, everything. Worship is the most powerful thing that we can offer. And the worship of false gods, idolatry, Idolatry, the worship of false gods, is the most heinous sin that can be committed, sin that is above adultery, sin that is worse than incest, rape, murder, is worshiping another god, placing someone or something other than God above God. That. What this particular podcast, is addressing. It's addressing how that has crept into the body of Christ and how we need to sound an alarm. The sex trafficking human slave industry has made it into the body of Christ. That's what I'm shouting about. That's what I'm talking about. It's got to stop. The correlation is that it crept into Israel And it produced big problems. It's crept into the church and it's producing big problems. The worship of false gods. I don't know how to shout it any harder. I don't know how to give it any more. I'm giving my all. I'm giving my best. I'm giving, I'm shouting out. I'm calling. I'm calling like wisdom calling, I'm calling for 300 other people to join with me in worship and in prayer to see this thing expunged from the body of Christ. How? It takes an act of God. We can't go around individually doing a survey It has to come as a result of God showing us how to release captives, how to identify things. I'll give you some of the parameters or some of the things to look at, but we have to have people who are willing to worship and pray to the one true God. My part, my commission is to call for 300 other people. Now, you've been listening to this, or you're listening to this for the first time. You've been listening to this for a while, or you've been listening to this podcast for the first time. Either way, I'm calling for 300 people. Now, here's where I got to stop. See, I'm not calling for money. I don't need, I don't want, we're not calling for now, nor in the future, any of your money. Give your money, several, give your money somewhere else I don't need it if you send it we'll send it back but I am calling for people to worship and to pray you say how that's what I will help provide but I need you I'm asking you to write this down life around the fire at gmail a b c d e f g gmail dot com all lowercase all one word life on the fire life on the fire at gmail.com drop me a line and say i'm interested god has called me to be a part of this please give me some more information we'll keep your name confidential we'll give you information We'll give you all the specifics. It's going to be simple. A simple commitment of 15 minutes, seven times to worship and to pray. Why? So that God will intervene and get this stuff out of the body of Christ and get it away from people's lives. Have captives set free and get it out of our midst. Ultimately, it's going to be annihilated, but that's not in my pay grade. I'm checking to see if there's anything more I got to say or I want to say. I think that's it. I think that about covers it. You know, before I talk anymore about Gideon, before I express anything more about Gideon and the correlation between Gideon, Israel, and the church today, and the world that we live in, I had to get this thing off my chest. It was just eating me up, man. I'm sick and tired of hearing the fact that people make America like we are the new Israel. We're not. America is not. In the end, America is going to fall, go down the tubes, and it's going to require Jesus Christ to come back to set up true rule and reign on the earth again. A theocracy, not a democracy. However, while we're here, yeah, man, I believe in having a great nation. Yes, yes, and yes but I'm more concerned about seeing the body of Christ be built up and strong because Jesus is coming for a bride without spot or wrinkle, meaning she's not just come out of the whorehouse. She hasn't just had her time with other gods. The Church belongs to Jesus. It doesn't belong to people. It doesn't belong to other gods. Worship belongs to God. It doesn't belong to other people. It doesn't belong to other gods. There think I'll be able to sleep good tonight. Look at myself in the mirror. I'm not the only one saying these things, even if I wa- even if I- even if I were though even if I were the only person saying them. It's the truth. The truth is God is waking up his people. There is a soberness to it, but there's a joy in it that is the undercurrent. There's a love There's a righteousness. There's a peace that's the undercurrent of this whole endeavor. It's the spirit of God. And we have the privilege of being part of it. So, please, drop me, drop us a line. My name is David Hutari. Last name, H-U-O-T-A-R-I. David Hutari at lifearoundthefiregmail.com. Life around the fire at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the ability to express your heart. Thank you for the intensity that sometimes you express when it comes to the passion that you have for us how you're willing to go to any length to see us free. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for being involved in presenting to your Son a bride without spot or wrinkle. Holy Spirit, thank you for being the Spirit that guides us, that leads us, that brings us into likeness, so that we can be like Jesus, a partner that's like him. Thank you. Thank you that you've taken us from his side. Thank you that you've cleansed us with his blood. Thank you that you are bringing us to a place. You are bringing us to a place of your loving kindness being a banner over us forever. Thank you. God, thank you. Amen. All right. I love you, folks. And uh, here's, uh, here's your assignment today. I encourage you to find a place and plant either a tree, a bush, or a flower. Let's make this a beautiful place, okay? All right. I love you. Take care. Bye.